Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with Charlie Long. Steve Geller will join us at 540. On our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text line, we have on with us Kyle Mosley from the Sanction News Network, also HBCU Legends. Kyle was at the HBCU Combine today. And, Kyle, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Hey, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. Kyle, before we get into kind of the breakdown of the Combine, two guys I'd like for you to comment a little bit on. I got to see him, Eric Smith uh, from uh, – uh, fam, you man, um, he's got a, a bit of a weird. Uh, he sort of opened up uh, as a cornerback. He, he's his his legs are sort of spread really wide uh, right. when he goes to to uh, guard a receiver, but he can flat out fly out on the field. And the other one is John Higgins. Uh, now John is an interesting story because oh, a small college guy, Jackson State. Okay, where did he start? University of Florida. That's 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 where he got recruited to. So he's no small college guy. He might have ended up at Jackson State. Uh, he had he had JUCO in between, but uh, a little bit about Eric Smith uh, with the Rattlers and then uh, Higgins, who had played at Jackson State, but originally was a very highly recruited defensive back safety who went who started at University of Florida. Yeah, yeah, kind of same in the vein of uh, James Houston, who went to the University of Florida, ended up at Jackson State, and is now with the Detroit Lions, right? Um, Huggins is a uh, – he has good length, he has good size, he has the NFL size that you'd like to see. Uh, he moves well in transition. Um, he has good footwork to him, hand placement as well, and uh, he really – cause a lot of uh, the defenders to kind of go elsewhere, you know. Uh, but a lot of people don't know, when he was playing that backfield with uh, Shiloh Sanders before he left, you know, he still was a contributor to that team. So I, I like Huggins. But Smith is intriguing, like you said. Uh, very interesting. He doesn't have huge size, but he has the speed that you'd like to see out of a cornerback uh, to be able to hand, handle some of these guys like a Tyreek Hill or whatever. But um, he ran a 4-3-2, <laughs> Mike. And I know what that really means. He's fast. Whole, yeah, and it's opened up a whole lot of eyes of some of those NFL scouts after the practice. 
Kyle, another guy, too, is uh, Trevion Green uh, from Prairie View. Now, they list him at linebacker, but to me, he's a strong safety. I mean, he's built like yeah. one. I mean, he's not a real big guy. He's six foot. I don't know uh, what he weighed in at, but it, uh, I would say it's teens. Uh, but he's built for the NFL. You know why? Because he can cover. He can flat out run yeah. and he can cover. Okay. Everybody. Oh, give me the six foot three, 250 pound linebacker. What? That guy can't cover a tight end or a new running back today. Uh, it's yeah. a different world. Uh, Trevion, uh, Sherman Green from Prairie View A&M. Man, you watch him play and I think he'll make a quick impact on special teams because he knows how to get around people. He just got a knack. It's not about taking on some 300 pound guy up front. He's not going to win those battles. He knows how to get around heavy traffic. And Trevion's another guy that I think when this is all said and done, people are going to be talking a lot about him. Uh, they're going to be talking a lot about him as well as his uh, mate, Miles, who was there from Prairie View as well. Look, uh, Bubba McDowell had two really solid guys as well as uh, Keyshawn Johnson, who's also playing in the HBCU Legacy Bowl. But what opened a lot of people's eyes is because he did not have a lot of, uh, you would say, production over at Prairie View, but if he's in the right system with the right coaching staff, he's going to be one of those hybrid type of guys that you like in the NFL who can cover it, like you said, tight end, who can also be a nickel guy if necessary, and he's fast, fast, fast. 4-4 four, four in the 40, man, he really, really was outstanding today, and I know he's uh, put himself on a lot of people's radar. Kyle, tell everybody a little bit about how this setup is for the HBCU, uh, the combine, which leads up to it, and then the practice sessions, and then the game itself, because uh, this was sort of set up. We had Shaq on, Shaq Harris, to talk about that, that he wanted to make sure that these young men were, were given a better look. And I know Dion brought it up a couple years back. Nobody from the HBCU was even drafted. Uh, that one year and his deal is come on this this has to change they got some guys that can play but they just not maybe getting the attention that they should get so kind of tell everybody a little bit about the setup and how this is done for the uh, again today was the testing day but then they go out practice sessions and that's really the important stuff because okay i can tell if you can run and I can tell if you can jump high, but I want to know if you can play. I mean, that that's bottom line. And so the practice sessions and in the game itself. Yeah, well, kudos to the National Football League as well as partner with Doug Williams and James Shaq Harris to be able to bring the HBCU Combine to New Orleans. It's the second year here. The first year it was in Mobile right around the time of the Senior Bowl. But – what it has done is really has highlighted some of the talent uh, that Scott Pioli and a couple of the other scouts went out and they identified 47 young men who had the potential to be able to make it on an NFL team, which I think there was more they left out out there uh, in, in uh, the landscape. But it was very well organized this year. Uh, you can tell also that a lot of the young men – were prepared in doing the drills. The first season, not so much. Second season got a little bit better, but this one was a lot smoother, and uh, it is a part of this whole week-long festivities and preparation for the HBCU Legacy Bowl that's going to take place 
on Saturday at Human Stadium on Tulane campus at 3 p.m. So uh, I got to say kudos to Doug, James Shaq Harris, the whole staff. Those guys have done a tremendous job being able to coordinate everything with the National Football League to make this happen. Kyle, I think, uh, you know, we've been through so much change here with the Saints coaching staff. I'll, I'll throw you that question out there because you, you're also covering the Saints at the Saints News Network. Yeah. But, you know, my yeah. thing about it is, uh, and it needed to be done, there needed to be a coaching change, philosophy change, and you can see the connect the dots with Kubiak, even the Shanahan tree and the uh, – his dad's tree, Gary Kubiak tree, sort of, a, you know, yeah. it's a connect the dots three different ways there. Now, a big part of this is you can put in any offense you want. You better have players. So my, my thoughts is uh, you a heck of a lot smarter coach if you got better players. And I think offensively for the Saints, it has to start up front offensive line. And can you get the running game cranked up? You can do all this motion and stuff like that and, and, and a little bit of eye candy and try to throw a defense off. But if you can't win up front, Kyle, you're in the same boat you were the last couple of years. Yeah, and what will they do about Trevor Penning, right? What will they do to be able to get uh, – do they bring back Andrews Pete or not? That's been a part of the dialogue as well. And, you know, Mike, you've taught me enough times the offensive line – got to have the big buffet eaters to be able to, to not only protect but open up the holes for uh, guys like Alvin Kamara and uh, the young guy Kendry Miller as well as Jamal Williams. If you don't have that, you're going to have the frustrations like you had this past season. Um, one thing, yeah, Kubiak does bring a different flavor. Uh, we know what we had from uh, Pete Carmichael and his day supporting Sean Payton. But will they also be able to have enough weapons on the outside? Can we? Uh, are they going to bring back Michael Thomas? Are they going to go in a different direction? He seems very discontented, you know. So those are the things that's going to be necessary. And do we still have uh, the right, uh, I guess, culture? And you know that has been addressed by. Uh, Mickey Loomis, during his talk with the, the players, you heard Cam Jordan kind of echo that in a couple of interviews he's had as well. So right now, yeah, how are we going to handle that offensive line? But also, Mike, we got to talk about that defensive line too. How is that going to work? But offensively, the offensive line has to be a, a better unit this coming season. Name me one guy that – really stuck out today. And I know we talked about Eric and John, but one guy that really, really stood out to you. Well, I'm going to tell you, the guy that is right from Mississippi, he also was a transfer, uh, I believe was it Syracuse, uh, Jarvion Howard. Yes. The young man from Alcorn State, man. Look, the size that he has, the speed that he has, you know. he. I've seen this kid changed games the past couple of seasons in the SWAT. Uh, he broke away from a couple of uh, defenders to go on 70 to 80-yard runs time and time again when he led the SWAT in 2022. Uh, another young man you need to pay attention to, a little smaller than uh, Howard, is the young guy from Texas Southern, Ladarius Owens. 
He was sixth in the all FCS. He led all HBCU rushers in the nation as well uh, with over 1,300 yards. He can catch out of the backfield as well. He ran the best time of all the running backs at 4-4. And uh, I know him personally. We interviewed him several times right here in the Houston area. Look, man, the kid can fly. The kid's a good head on the shoulder as well. But those two running backs, people need to really pay attention to when it comes to this draft. They could be some sleepers. I think Howard, if you want to put somebody who's like a bruiser and has the speed, kind of like Derrick Henry, this is the guy that some NFL teams should take a fly on and think about selecting him in either the mid to late rounds of the NFL draft. Kyle, you mentioned the O-line issues that the Saints had this past season. Mike and I have talked about this at nauseum. I want to get your thoughts on Rick Benton, or sorry, John Benton and Rick Dennison, the two coaches that they brought in, two guys with 20-plus years of experience, two guys that are known for actually improving and developing young offensive linemen. And when the Saints have spent so many, so much draft capital, first-round, second-round picks all across this offensive line, and it's still not working out, they might have to do it again this year potentially, uh, given the amount of talent that's in the offensive tackle room in this class. But what are your thoughts on what Benton and Dennison can kind of provide this coaching room with, you know, an offensive line that's underperformed but has still talent? Well, you're talking about coaches that have Super Bowls in, in their backgrounds. They have rings, right? And you have also they've been able to develop talent. And that's what you want to see, you know, Charlie. You want to have guys who uh, it's not a big knock on Doug Marone because he's been there. He's had, also had a Super Bowl championship ring with the Saints. But the thing is you want to see some uh, fluid movement. You want to see some guys progress. There's no reason why we should have had a number one uh, choice and he hasn't progressed over two seasons, you know. Um, you want to see Kyle, that. he's regressed. Think, he can't see the yeah, field. He, he's regressed yeah. from he's his behind Tommy season. Kramer. He, they, they buried him on the bench. Yeah, I mean, look, and I had some, uh, <laughs> had some interesting conversations with some young men who uh, were – vying for that position, and they said, hey, look, it, it became political <laughs> out there with the Saints. You I know, believe that. The, uh, and he said, um, I know I can play better than that guy, but I'm just saying, uh, i I tell you this, man. I, I believe the direction the Saints are going into, I can't knock the hires, but I do kind of question if they're going to be aggressive enough to get the talent to be able to make it happen on the front line. Uh, and we can't go with that. those guys who have slow feet. We can't go with those guys who are, you know, just a project waiting to happen. They're going to have to probably make a, a major splash in that first, second round to be able to find somebody. Man, I don't want to hear about no project. Okay. Yeah, you, you, got two, yeah, you, you, got two, you got two developmental guys now in Trevor and Nick Saldaveri. Okay, you're yeah. trying to develop those two. I want a guy, now again, rookies are rookies and they're going to make mistakes, but none of this developmental stuff. Uh, you, you don't have no time to develop them, to be honest with you. you. you have no, look, and, and think about this. The talent around in the with the Saints, how long are we going to have Alvin Kamara? How long can we keep Taysom Hill or uh, some of these other guys? you got to think about your timetable, your shelf life, right? 
can we be able to find the pieces to help us be able to win? Because Detroit Lions, they're they're going to contend again. You got the Philadelphia Eagles. You you got to believe they're going to contend again. You got guys in the NFC that you're going to have to deal with. And do we have the talent to be able to deal with those guys and make it competitive in 2024? Kyle, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate it. We'll get you back a little bit later in the week. Give us a rundown of how things are going in the practice sessions. Thank you, Kyle. Hey, thank you, guys. Take care. All right. Kyle Mosley, managing editor and reporter for the Saints News Network, and also he's covering the HBCU Combine, and um, he also is uh, part of the HBCU Legends community on X or Twitter, whoever you want to call it. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.